Welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you tuned in today. And I pray that the message uh, will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Again, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. outside and enjoying enjoying the presence of the Lord. Amen. Again, thank you for joining us this morning. I want to go back to the book of Mark, the scripture that was read in your hearing uh, just a few moments ago, and just read just a few of those verses again to kind of tie us in um, with the message. Then there, there came to the other, then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes, and when he had come out of the boat, Speaking of Jesus, immediately that met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him, not even chains, I'm listening. not even with chains, because he had, he had often been bound with shackles and chains and the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces neither could anyone tame him and always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying out and cutting himself with stones when he saw jesus from afar he ran and worshiped him and he cried out with a loud voice and said what have i to do with you jesus son of the most high god i implore you by god that you do not torment me for he said to him Come out of the man, unclean spirit. And I want to use for a thought today, Jesus is the only answer. Jesus is the only answer. So Father, thank you again for this opportunity to stand and proclaim your word. Please grant me a fresh anointing of your spirit that I will communicate this message as you've given it to me, Lord God. And I will communicate clearly and yes, effectively. God. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to, Speak us, to God. the body yes, of Christ today. Yes, Not just Lord. only those of us who have gathered here uh, in this area, but also those who are listening yes, and God. will listen Speak, uh, via social media. Thank you for this opportunity. God, have your way. Be glorified. That's it's in right. Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Jesus is the only answer. I'm listening. 
Uh, we live in a demon-possessed world. Right? Yeah. There are too many demons to name. So many that we cannot name them all. Um, and these demons are causing havoc yes, sir. in lives, yes, sir. in homes, yes, sir. in communities, and in this and in nations around the world. Yes. See, see, this this problem is not simply a United States problem. It's a world problem. It is a world problem. Um, no one really knows how to deal with these demons. I'm listening. All right, we should know. But it appears that no one really knows how to deal with these demons. Right. Uh, the church has tried, uh, and in many instances, the church has failed. Yep. The body of Christ, all right? Um, and we have tried, uh, especially in the Western world, to banish these demons uh, from our midst. Uh, we we tried a lot of different things from 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 medication to institutions uh, yep, to prisons and that's right. uh, just pushing them off to right, the side right. and really not really not dealing with them. But this has not stopped these demons from wreaking havoc. Right, sir. Uh, this not has not stopped demons from wreaking havoc, from destroying lives and destroying homes Amen. and destroying communities and destroying nations down through history. Daily, we are reading of destruction yep. everywhere. Anarchy, Amen. hatred, oppression, marginalization of people groups every day. We're reading this. And this, what we're seeing in the United States didn't just start in the 20th, 21st century. Yeah. This has been going on down through history yeah. uh, around the world. Amen. Uh, so so, so, so what, what do we do? What do we do? We're, we're always looking for answers. We're, we're always looking for solutions. And in and, and our search for solutions, we tried all of these things and we found out that a lot of these things have failed. So what do we do? Well, the church of Jesus Christ uh, was birthed in the power and by the power of the Holy Spirit for the purpose of bringing uh, the good news of the gospel uh, to to the, uh, of the kingdom to a demon possessed world. Demon That's why the church was was birthed. That's why Jesus came into the world. He came yes to seek and to save those who right. were lost. Lost many times is dealing with people who are not just spiritually blind, but but as we see in our text today, demon possessed. Yeah. Demon possessed. Uh, uh, we have. The same anointing that Jesus had. And it's so important for us to recognize this. All right? and, I, and I pray that I'll communicate this message effectively today. Uh, we, we have the same anointing that Jesus had. Or at least we're supposed to have the same anointing. Um, but, but when we look at the world, it seems like the world is getting worse. It seems like things in the world are getting worse. Uh, the world is still demon-possessed. Demon-possessed. Amen. Demon -possessed. Demon -possessed. Amen. Uh, the, uh, and, and as I said, the nature of the church today, especially in the Western world, and you don't understand what I mean by Western world, I'm dealing with West as opposed to right, Eastern right, world. Right, yeah. and, and so, so Europe... Uh, uh, North America, South America, the Western world. Right. Uh, South America, not so bad as North America understanding 
demon possession and understanding how to deal with demon possession. Um, but the, 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 the nature of today's church, especially in the Western world, is to deny the existence of That's demons. Right. And to attribute every bizarre behavior or extreme evil as psychotic. Right, yeah. sir. Right? Right. And we That's want right. to prescribe medicine. Right. We want to prescribe medicine uh, to control this psychotic behavior. Or even uh, or when we can't deal with it effectively, as I said earlier, we push it off to the side. We, we put people in institutions. Or we lock people up in prison. All right? Uh, 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 so that we can literally forget about them. They won't That's disturb right. our peace. Right. They won't disturb the calm in our communities, right. you know. Uh, but, you know, you know, as I was preparing this and, and just praying, and, and the Lord began to show me that sometimes what we call our peace is because we've compromised with the devil, and so we are at peace with the devil, not at peace with God. Mm. And anytime you're at peace with the devil, he's not going to create too many problems in your in your life and in your situation. So you kind of go along with him, you know, and you be quiet so that you don't ruffle, you don't you don't shake him up, you know, you don't disturb him. Oh God, help us today. But the problem is not solved. We can put it in the graveyard. We can put it among the tombs. And this scripture talks about the tombs, and many of us don't know about tombs unless you maybe visit. A city like New Orleans where they can't bury people underground and you see the cemeteries that are filled with, with tombs and what have you. you know, but most of the time, we put people in the ground. So, you know, we put nice lawns and we may put the markers out there, but, you know, we have the nice lawns, manicured lawns and what have you. And you can actually go walking in the cemetery, you know, and, you know, walking around the paved driveway, you know. But, but when I visit Malawi, people just don't go to the cemetery because they know that... that quote unquote demoniacs, they believe demoniacs live in the cemeteries uh, among the, the, the tombs in Malawi. You know, there are a lot of differences in the Western and the Eastern world uh, and the way we perceive and the way we see them. We've become educated. You know, uh, we're knowledgeable, we're intelligent people, so we don't we don't believe and we don't react to things like those ignorant people in other parts of the world. But you know what? The devil does not care about education. The devil does not care about you having a PhD. He doesn't care if you have 10 PhDs. He's still the devil and he will still wreak havoc in your life. Amen. So the problem is not solved, and we cannot solve the problem by putting it off into the tombs, into the graveyard. We can't solve the problem by chaining up the problem, or by shackling the problems, or by putting the problems in institutions and locking them away. In fact, we cannot medicate demons away. You cannot tame a demon. I don't care how hard you try, you cannot tame demons. All right? Uh, uh, you can't ch ch tame a demon like you would a wild horse. You know, we've seen the Westerns, you know. Right. We've seen these, 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 these guys, you know, uh, who are, you know, they're, they're the stars of the show. You know, of course, there are people who really can get on a horse and ride it until it stops, until it gets used to having a, a person on its back. But, but we can't tame a demon like we would a wild horse. There is no chain, there is no shackle that's strong enough to restrain a demon. Right. Okay? There is no therapy that can cure demonic, demonic activity. All right? Because demoniacs are not sick. They are evil, and there is, there is only one cure for evil. Wow. Right. That's right. 
You can't beat the devil out of somebody. You heard people say, I'm going to beat the devil out of you. Or you're actually aligning yourself with the devil and you're fighting five with five. So you cannot beat the devil out of anybody. What will happen is while you're beating, the devil is going to take possession of you in your beating. And, 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 and we, the church, the body of Christ, we should know this. We should know this. We should understand this. However, we have operated like we don't. Right, sir. And consequently, we are failing, we have failed and we are failing miserably in dealing with demonic activity in the world. Help me, God. And the world is a mess. Yes, sir. Because of what we are failing to do. The world is a mess because of our failure. We sit in our beautiful sanctuary. Well, now we can't sit in a beautiful sanctuary as a lot of us. But some people are still in their beautiful sanctuaries. We're in our nice parking lot. We're not sitting on dust. We're not blowing and blowing dust around us. We're sitting on paved parking lot and nice chairs. We're not sitting on logs and, 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 and what have you, or rocks. We sing our melodious songs. And we praise our Lord. And many times, demons are right in our midst. Right alongside us. The world is possessed by demonic activity, by demons that don't seem to be going anywhere. I'm listening. In fact, it seems, and it's, I believe it's the truth, that, that demons are actually taking more territory. Wow. Especially in the Western world because of our response to demonic activity. We, again, we just don't believe in demonic activity. Your child is acting up. Your child is acting crazy. Your child is misbehaving and you're trying to whip that child or trying to take that child to a psychologist when it may be just a demon that needs to be cast out of that child. That's right, sir. But we don't want to acknowledge that oh, right. not my child. I go to church. I believe in Jesus, not my child. My child got baptized. Don't you know a demon can get baptized? Because we don't actually today, the church as a whole, does not really believe in biblical salvation. All right. All right. We sprinkle babies when they're little. Right. And then we confirm them when they get older. Come on, speak, God. We baptize people with just a confession of their lips. Mm -hmm. right. When there is no will to be saved. Oh, my Many times we don't even ask people if they're really saved. Anybody can say, I believe in Jesus. The yes, devil right. believes there's a God and he trembles. We don't even tremble. So Satan is gaining more and more territory every day we live. And we see it all around us. But we don't want to label it as demonic activity. But saints, it is important for the body of Christ. And I can't just preach to tabernacle of praise, even though I'm preaching to tabernacle of praise. It is important for the body of Christ to grapple with the tough issues of society and this world that are rooted in demonic activity. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. We have to acknowledge yes, sir. that there is a serious problem, or there are serious yes, problems sir. that needs addressing yes, and is really deeper than sin. It's evil. It's evil. Wickedness. Yes, sir. It's the demon possession. Yes, sir. And there is only one fix for demon possession. Our answers are always found in the Word of God. Amen. And if we will discover those answers, Preacher. believe those answers, and take heed to those answers, we could get somewhere with this problem. Preacher. As I said a few weeks ago, God doesn't expect us to eradicate evil from the world. Evil has been here since the Garden of Eden. Yeah. But we can deal more effectively with it than we are. We can. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So this text provides us with some help. Yes, okay? This passage is about a demon-possessed man who was so out of control and out of mind that the townspeople could not deal with him. They tried to deal with him, but, but he was so out of control, right. so, 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 so beyond common reality, if, uh -huh. if you will, uh -huh. that they banished him. Right. His life was chaotic. His own life was chaotic, and he didn't know what to do, right. nor, nor did people who should have known what to do know what to do. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do. There were so many demons in this man that he seemed hopeless and consigning to a life among the tombs in the graveyard. Amen. Yeah. They tried to help him, I'm sure, but their limited perspective yep. had caused them to treat him like an animal. Right. The Bible says they couldn't tame him. Amen. Tame. Oh, they tried to tame him. Shackled. Right. Put chains on him. Yeah. They tried to tame him. Right. But they couldn't. Right. That's good, sir. They couldn't because they took the wrong approach. <laughs> Have you ever taken the wrong approach? Yes. yes. With yes. dealing with the situation? Yes. 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 Yeah? Because of your own limited yep. perspective. Yep. You know, there's some things that, that 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 you may not be trained to do. There's some things that you may be may not be spiritually mature enough to handle. Because there are some things that you may not be exposed enough to handle and deal with. Because of your own limited perspective, you take the wrong approach. Can somebody say wrong approach? Wrong approach. I see it happening all of the time, and I, and I, I, I won't go through all of that. I see it happening all the time in, in situations and families and marriages and yep. own jobs and dealing with interpersonal relationships. A lot of times we just take the wrong approach. Sometimes we think we know and we just don't know. We take the wrong approach. And sometimes we resort when, when things don't work out the way we think they ought to right. work out, we resort to treating people like animals. Wow. Oh my. Wow. Thank you, God. Thank you. We resort to inhumane treatment. Wow. Why do we have to be reminded that everybody 
is created in the image and likeness of God. Thank you. Every human being that walks the face of this earth. Why is it that other human beings, especially believers, have to be reminded that everybody else is also created in the image and the likeness of God? But we have to. We have to be reminded. Thank you, though. What is our problem when we are pushed to our natural limits and we decide to do things our own way? That's right. Well, this text is going to teach us a few things. All right, and I want to go into the text. What does it teach us? Thank you. Well, the first thing I noticed as I read this text about this demon-possessed man who was named Legion, mm -hmm. and he was named Legion because he said there are many of us. There are many demons. When Jesus asked him, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion because we are many. Right. A legion would refer to the Roman army, and a legion would have 10,000 soldiers. Mm. So this man was possessed with probably 10,000 demons. You can't even imagine that. No, not at all. Because sometimes when we think of being possessed, we look at human, the human body. Right. And so you don't think of a human body as being able to contain 10,000 spirits. <laughs> but this is reality because the scripture says it. 10,000 different spirits. Wow. Sometimes we don't even think that there are that, 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 that many spirits. That's right. So when you're dealing with people and you see all of these different things happening mm -hmm. from day to day, mm -hmm. maybe you should start counting the spirits that you see. Oh, yes, sir. God, you speak. Oh, you're speaking. Oh. Don't put them all in one boat. There's more than one demon. Yeah. Count the different spirits that you see. That's Count God. the different manifestations. It's not just lying. It's something else that goes along with lying. It's not just stealing. There's something else that goes along with it. There's a lot of other things that go along with it. You know, just, just, just. Thank you, God. Well, I don't want to try to equip you that quick. All right, because this is not a quick fix. All right, all right. But, but when I look at this, I look at this text, the first thing that, 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 that pops out, and it didn't, and I'm going to be honest, and, and Dr. Bob may be listening today. We do a pastor's call on Tuesday night. And Tuesday night passed. You know, he mentioned something. He mentioned this text as we dealt with what's happening in the world today. And he said, Jesus came from a different way. Okay? When it dealt with this people, when it dealt with where this man was, Jesus came from a different place and a different direction. Bear with me. Bear with me. This is a small, but it is a significant point, okay? The, the townspeople dealt with this man from one perspective. Maybe he dealt with physically. That's right. They were on the land with him. Right. They knew him. Right. And a lot of times when you know people, it's hard to, to really identify what, and, and admit to what's really going on right. with them, you know? Uh, you know, if you really know a person and you think you really know that person, you don't want to really say what's really wrong with that person. So, so Jesus, the, the town people dealt with him. Uh, their approach to him was from one perspective. They were on the land. Jesus is coming from a different place on the sea, coming to the land. Right. Approaching him from a different place. 
Okay. Coming by boat or on the sea has nothing to do with anything but the word approach is what stuck out yeah. in this passage. Approach. How do we approach situations? Many times we have preconceived notions about things and about people. Yep. Sometimes depending on previous interactions. Yes, sir. With people. Yep, yep. Right. And definitely in the perspective of uh, with, with the case with this man, they the townspeople have been dealing with him for a long time. Right. They were afraid of right. him. And they were frustrated that everything right. they had tried had not worked. Right. Their perspective of him was that he was a wild man and no one could tame That's him. What the Bible says. Did he need taming or did he need deliverance? deliverance. It's an important question. As stated earlier, demons can't be tamed. No, sir. So you've been dealing with a situation for many years. Yep. And you tried everything you know to try. Ooh. As we deal with the demons of this world, does the world need, the, the people of the world need taming? Or does the world or people of the world need deliverance? Well, sir. Deliverance that only Jesus Christ can accomplish. And I submit to you that this world, the people of this world, they need the deliverance that Jesus only can provide. Only Jesus. All of the protesting, all of the yelling, all of the anarchy, all of calling people names and communists and Marxists and what have you cannot change people. Amen. Thank you. A racist heart, a racist spirit that creates and maintains racist systems cannot be tamed. Must be delivered. Hatred toward people simply because of the color of their skin cannot be tamed. It must be delivered. Only Jesus can deliver and change people. That's why we've talked about the fact that you can legislate anything you want to legislate, but until the heart is changed, nothing is really going to change. You know, we tried this in America. We tried, we tried during the civil rights movement. We tried to eradicate racism. We tried separate but equal. Only to find out that when you did separate but equal, if you're my age, you remember uh, uh, going through that time when schools were desegregated in Fairfield County, this is what racists did. They didn't want their children going to school with black people. So what they did was, those who had money, then they started the private school That's system. Right. Amen. And only the rich white people That's could go right. to the private right. school system. Right. Oh, but we see it now. I don't know. God knows I want to preach this message, not be political, but Amen. I got to say this. Amen. Because we see it now when you have public schools that our governor in South Carolina will give $15 million, but give $30 million to private schools. Right. To support a system that's called separate, but uh, we let in a few. That's right. We let in a few who are able to afford it. That's right. And so we're not racist. All right. Oh, I was I was watching this podcast uh, the other day. It's on Jude Jude Three Project, and and one of the things that the particular 
podcast that I was watching, he talks about racism. He said a person can be racist, or a person can be non-racist, or a person can be anti-racist. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are racist. Right. They don't like you because of the color of their skin. Now, some people say black people can't be racist, but I beg to agree. We can hate people because yeah, of the color of their skin. Hatred is wrong because of the color of their skin. It's evil. I cannot hate my white brothers and my white sisters. That's right. Okay. I cannot hate anybody that God created in this image and his likeness. I don't care how evil the manifestation of them, because I know that, the, that, that, that I'm not fighting against flesh and blood. Right. I'm fighting against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. So it's not the person, and I got to love the person in order to get that person of Jesus who can deliver him or her. A person can be non-racist, meaning that, and a lot of people are like this. I don't hate you, you know. I'll get along with you. I I, I want you to have access. You know, I'll talk to you at work. I may even invite you to my house for a barbecue. Right. Right. And forget about some of those stereotypes, those, uh, Conspiracy theories is about barbecue. <laughs> Amen. But that's different than being anti-racist. Anti-racist means that you fight against racism. You take an active stand against racism. You do something. You speak up. You speak out. You take a stand against the racist system. You acknowledge the systemic racism that's in this system and you fight against it. A lot of people are not anti-racist. I passed Yeah. Yeah. So we need to change our approach to this nation. Amen. And we need to change our, I'm talking to the church now. Right. right. Because the world cannot understand this. And I have no qualms in saying that people of the world do not understand this perspective. Amen. That's real though. And that's why you've heard me over and over again say that the main problem is with the church. Oh, wow. I was listening to a podcast and I listened to this guy talk about the church, the church's complicity in racism. And I just listened to him the other day and I said, God, and I think somebody told me this, some of the very same things that the Lord gave me, the Lord showed me, this guy said the same thing. Yeah. So it's, the word of God is confirmed in the mouths of right, two or three witnesses. Right. Okay. Oh, you got to just look at the word of God and you see the difference in how we've dealt with things as opposed to what the word of God says. We need to change our approach. I'm listening. If we don't like what we see going on, regardless of the eyes you are looking from, change your approach. Jesus came from a different perspective. Jesus had a different approach to the situation. I'm listening. And the church, for the most part, has yet to try Jesus' approach. Thank you. Thank you, God. For the most part. In pockets, the church has tried Jesus' approach. But for the most part, and we have to deal with our own hearts in this issue. Deal with your heart about how you feel about people. Regardless of how they treated you. Many times we deal with how a person treats us as to how we want to deal with them. Well, well, yep. You said, Pastor, that's real. I mean, what other perspective do I have? You have God's perspective. 
as a believer going to get to God's perspective? We've been raised in the church. I've been in the church. I can remember laying on my mama's lap when I was a little boy in a revival meeting. Always been in the church. Even when I was going to the nightclub, I told you I'd lead a club Saturday night. I'd be in church on Sunday morning. Sit up in the choir. I know we say that's wrong, but I thank God I stayed in the church. <laughs> you know, sometimes we've gotten a little bit too, too, too holy. Because at least people are staying and they're getting the word. Because it's not, it's not it's, the word of God is active and alive. There you are. No, the word of God is quick and powerful. The word can do things. The word of God can do things that you can't do. Amen. So at least when people are coming, we need to embrace them because they will get Amen. the word of God. Because you have not been holy all of your life. Lord knows I was thinking yesterday. I was thinking just, just about the, 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 the intricacies of people's problems. And what we do is we talk about what we want people to know. But we don't talk about all of the other stuff and all of the other demons that we're dealing with in our lives. We're good at looking at somebody else and talking all about their mess. But we will not talk about our own mess. But we want God to help that person. Anyway, let me move on. Amen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we need to change our, our approach. Now, now, this is what the Lord also showed me in this text. When the church repents and shows up as Christ in this world, demons will acknowledge. Wow. Demons will bow down and worship. Demons will submit to Jesus' authority. Get that now. When the church shows up as Christ in this world, how in the world can we show up as Christ? Do you know who you are? The Bible says that Jesus is the head of the church. We are his body. Get the picture. Right. The mystery of godliness is Christ appeared in a body. That's right. Physically, yes, he appeared in a body, but spiritually now, we are the body of Christ. Yes. And we need to appear in the world as the body of Christ. Amen. There is no separation between your head and your body. That's right. If there's a separation between your head and your body, you're dead. Yeah. Wow. Am I right? Yes. That's right. Look at that. Somebody bring me a sword right now, a hatchet, and somebody come here and give me your body. Volunteer to let me cut your head from your body. <laughs> See how long you're going to live. How many of you all grew up in the country and mama would kill chickens? Amen. Have you ever saw your mama cut the chicken's neck off? And what would the chicken do for a little while? But that chicken is effectively dead. So you cannot separate the head from the body, and the body is still alive. Thank you. That's right. Christ should be manifested in and through us, which means that his perspective 
and his approaches to life and to people and to things must be manifested in and through us. Thank you. When people see us, encounter us, hear us, they should be seeing, they should be encountering, they should be hearing the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you listening? I'm listening. That's real. Not just on Sunday morning. Amen. Thank you. The most critical time for people to see Jesus is when you are demon possessed. Or when they are demon possessed. Or when demons are manifested. Thank you, God. How many of you do good when temptation doesn't come your way? Yeah, when it don't come. But when that temptation comes your way, that is that is common to you. Yep. You see, your That's temptation right. may not be common right. to me. Right. 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 That's right. But when that temptation that is common to you comes your way, you don't do so good sometimes. That's right. You need the power of Christ at the moment of temptation. Thank you, God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Notice what happens in this text when demons saw Jesus. And I say demons because what did the man say? My name is Legion because we are many. So when these demons saw Jesus, they ran to Jesus. Now that was the purpose in them running to Jesus, okay? Which is a part of the whole scheme of the text. Because Jesus is, 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 is coming into an area that Jews would perceive as unclean. They, they were coming into Gentile, he was coming into Gentile territory. He had just come off of the, of the ocean and the winds were to, to tempt, uh, what, what, boisterous. The winds were raging, the, the sea was raging, and, and he's, he's going to Gentile, and, and, and if you notice that, that when you start dealing in spiritual warfare, that the devil will start going oh against you God. before you get there. And so he comes, and immediately he's going into a territory that Jews, the quote-unquote good religious people, would call unclean. They had nothing to do with the Gentiles. They would not have anything to do with the man who lived among the tombs because he was, uh, dead people, dead bodies were considered unclean, and living in the tombs would be considered unclean. Then he's demon-possessed, so definitely he's considered right. unclean. Right. But here Jesus comes, and he doesn't stop. And when he gets there, the man comes running to him. Right. He comes running because he recognizes who Jesus is, but he really doesn't want Jesus to enter his territory. But it does not matter. Listen, demon possession, demons do not have power over the Most High God. Amen. And that's what the church has to understand. Amen. Satan cannot resist the power of God. That's right. Thank you for that. Amen. So part of the problem today is that the demons don't recognize Christ in us. In us. In us. They're not recognizing Jesus That's in the church. That's right. Help us, God. That's right. They're not. Thank you. 
Help me. Because demons should recognize Jesus at home, at right. your house. Right. Amen. Right. Say that. Say that. Right. Before you get to the gathered congregation, the demons should already recognize Jesus in you. Because you are the body of Christ. Thank you, God. The man ran to Jesus, bowed down and worshiped, the Bible says. This demon-possessed man bowed down and worshiped. You know why the devil doesn't recognize Jesus in our homes? And we deal with the issues of society, but we don't want to deal with the issues of personal life. A lot of times we don't act like Jesus. That's right. Help us, God. When you finish cussing your wife out, you ain't acting like Jesus. Oh, when you finish cussing your husband out, you ain't acting like you Jesus. Speak. You speak. Almighty. Yep. Stop this yep. When you finish watching pornography, you ain't acting like Jesus. Oh, speak it, God. You got all that liquor and alcohol and beer up in your refrigerator, you ain't acting like you Jesus. Speak it, God. That's why the devil doesn't recognize Jesus. Because we ain't manifesting Jesus. Oh, you say, oh, that's just a religious perspective. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Tell the person sitting next to you, you need to read the Bible. The church has been complicit in and benefited from systemic racism, systemic oppression, and dehumanization of people. The church has been systematic in and benefited from aggression in the world, lying, stealing, killing, cheating, and the like. And we refuse to acknowledge it, and we refuse to repent of it. Repent of it. We are not manifesting Jesus. So when the devil looks at the church, he does not see Jesus. So therefore, he will not come. He will not bow down. He will not wow. submit to the authority of the church. Oh my God. That's real. We have a history of ungodly behavior. We have a history of preference, of showing partiality, of committing adultery, fornicating, of choosing alternative lifestyles, and it's getting worse Help today. Us, and Help we us. are saying it's okay. That's right. All right. God put you in that body. You are, you are, you are a woman trapped in a man's body. It's okay. Get out of it. And before a child is old enough to really know what know anything about life some people are agreeing to 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 these sex change therapies oh my that's right you right this is crazy what happened with grappling with the issues of life even your own sexuality or your own addictions and bringing them to Jesus and trusting him for deliverance but the church is saying, it's okay. It's okay. That's right. Because we don't believe in demon possession. And we don't want to call these quote-unquote good people that we love demon possession. Thank you for your word, God. Thank you. If you really love somebody, you want them free. 
So we need to repent and be converted. I'm talking about the church as a whole. Sure. We, we are part of the church. This is what the Lord showed me in this text. And there's so much more that I can't really preach it all this morning. <laughs> you remember that scripture in the book of Acts, that incident where uh, the apostles were casting out demons? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the seven sons of Sceva saw yeah. what they were doing and they said, oh, we want we that power. Right, right. And they tried to cast out demons in the name of <laughs> the Jesus yeah. that Paul preached up. And they said, Jesus we know, Paul we know, but who are you? Who are you? That's the, that's the situation of the church today. And we're continuing to worship and we're continuing to, to act like things in this world are going to change. And we are the change agents. The Lord put us in the earth realm. Jesus came into the earth. Jesus established his church. And we've gotten away from the foundations of Christ. And we've divided up into denominations and 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 and, and, and different belief systems and 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 and, and, the, and the world is just just being more and more demon possessed. Satan is taking more and more territory. While we are not willing to repent and say, because we've not been who we're supposed to be or done what we're supposed to be doing, God forgive us. We are big part of the problem. <clears throat> when the demons of this world bow to Jesus and worship Jesus and submits to Jesus, Jesus will do the rest. Jesus came against all of that resistance that was leveled against him as he approached the conference, as he approached uh, Galilee. Everything that tried to stop him from getting there. Everything that tried to stop him from dealing with right. those demons in that man, Jesus overcame it all. Thank you, God. Is he not the same today? Yes. Yesterday and forevermore? Yes. Does he still not have all power in heaven and earth in his hands? Amen. Thank you, God. Jesus cast the demons out of that man. Jesus took authority over all of the systemic roadblocks to the advancement of his kingdom. Thank you, God. And this is why the church has to be very careful as we deal with what's going on around us in the world today. We cannot adopt and adapt to the system of the world. We must be Christ in this world today. Thank you, God. You got to be Christ in your home. Amen. You got to be Christ Amen. on your job. Thank you, God. You got to be Christ in the grocery store. Amen. You got to be Christ wherever you go. Thank you, God. Do you understand? Amen. I'm gonna stop right now. Because Jesus is the only answer. Thank you for your word. And He is not coming from heaven to fix this. Because we are his body Amen. in the earth realm. Thank you for your word. He's already here. Thank you. We just need to repent and be converted. Those of us who claim him as our Lord and our Savior. Thank you for your word. Remember some words of Jesus. Clearly, some words of Jesus. It is not my will, but thy will. Always remember those words. 
Not my will, but your will. So Lord, change my will. Lord, my will is your will. So that I can be Christ in the background. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for the thank word. You, thank God. you for the power of your word. Thank you. thank you that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. Thank you that you prosper your word thank you, God. in thank the things you. that thank you sent your word to. Thank you. Thank you for sending your word thank to you, us God. today. Thank you for what your word accomplished in our lives. Thank you, God. You said Amen. Amen. I want to pray for you today. You can stay where you are. You can stand if you desire. I just want to, I just want to pray for you, and, and as you. As you stand, as you sit, you know, there are situations that there are situations that you need to lay before the Lord and there's sickness in your body. And I want you to believe God with me. Amen. For healing to take place, for deliverance to take place, for divine protection over your life, over your loved ones' lives. I want, to, I want us to pray that we will begin to see as God sees. Hear as God speaks and understands as God, as God manifests himself. And that we will be Christ in the earth realm. That we will be Christ. I know it's a different perspective. Because most of us think of Christianity as just going to church. But that's not what Christianity is. Christianity is a follower, being a follower of Jesus Christ. Being the body of Christ in the earth realm. Hallelujah. So lift your hand before the Lord if there's sickness in your body. Lay your hands on that place where there is sickness. Uh, wherever you are, you're listening to us or over, over, over the internet. We touch and agree with you right now. Jehovah Rapha. Hallelujah. Jehovah Nisa. Uh, Jehovah Sikkim. Jehovah Shalom. Hallelujah. El Shaddai. Elohim. We worship you today. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor right now. And we thank you, Lord, for this time in your presence. Lord, you are God. You are the most high God. You are the sovereign God. You reign supreme. You reign alone. You came into this world. You died on the cross for our sins. You ascended back to heaven. You sent your spirit to live in this world and to yes, live in every believer. We are your temple. Yes, God. We're your body in the earth realm. Yes, God. Father, many times we have not acted like we are your body. We've not allowed you to manifest your approaches to life, your approaches to situations. Your approaches and your perspectives to be manifested in us. So today, God, we come confessing and repenting of our sins. You said in the message today that we must repent and be converted. God, this is what we desire today. We want to be like you. We want you to be manifested in us. We want your perspective. We want your approaches to life, yes, to situations, to people. We want to be used by you in the earth realm yes, to advance your kingdom agenda yes, in the earth realm. We want to take this world by force, if you will. Yes, God. And like the early church, you turn the world upside down. God, we pray for that again today. 
not just in this small group here, but all over the world. God, we believe that you are that you are revealing your truth to your people all over the world that in these last days we will be your church. We will be you. And we will manifest you in the earth realm. So we confess our sin to you, first of all. We sin. We've come so far short of your glory. We've been caught up in who we were and forgot. Yes, God. Or who we perceived we were and forgot who, who we were really supposed to be. Help us to see that it's not about us. This is about you. This is about your will, about your way. So as we stand with uplifted hands today, wherever we are, we confess to you. We surrender to you. Fill us afresh as we repent today. Fill us afresh with your presence. Live in us. Live in us. Live through us. Manifest your life. Your perspective, your will, your way. In and through us. We're yours, Lord. We're your, we need you, Father. The world needs us to be you in the earth realm. So as you forgive us today, cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And our Lord, there's some that are sick among us. As the elders of the church, we rebuke that sickness in the name of Jesus. Sometimes that sickness is caused by sin. Sometimes that sickness is caused by lack of care for our bodies. Sometimes that sickness is caused by attacks of the enemy. Whatever the cause is, you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the God who heals. And we look to you today for healing. Yes, God. As you forgive us, heal us, make us whole, make us well today in the name of Jesus. There are mental issues, divided minds, psychosis and, and neurosis and other issues. We rebuke all of that in the name of Jesus. We pray for mental healing today. Emotional healing today in the mighty name of Jesus. Meet the needs of your people. Not simply for the sake of meeting our needs but so that we can be you manifested in the earth realm. God, have your way. Thank you for this time in your presence. Thank you, Lord God, for your word that has spoken to us. Now, if there is anyone who wants to receive you, anyone who wants to repent and give their lives to you, we believe that you're drawing them now. It's in Jesus' name that we Well, that brings us to the end of the message for today. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well. And give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com that's tabernacle of praise at msn.com 
give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.